everyone. It's Tracy here from so many shows.com. I spoke with Johnny Ray Diaz, who plays Uncle Rolly on Primo, which is available uh, for free on Amazon Freebie. There are eight episodes in season one. Definitely hoping for a season two, but the entire season has dropped and is available. You can watch it through Prime Video, even without a subscription to Prime, or you can go through the Freebie app. So there's um, some different ways to watch it. Very funny. And the uncles are such a big part of that. So I was really excited to speak with all five of them. And so the last one I have for you is is Johnny Ray Diaz, who plays Uncle Rolly. And some of you who listen to our Bosch podcasting, the Everybody Counts podcast, will also remember Johnny from season seven of the original Bosch series. So we get to talk about that a little bit as well. Check it out and maybe you'll learn something about that character too. And now it's time to hear from Johnny. How's it going today? It's going well. It's so nice to talk to you. I definitely want to talk lots of Primo, but you need to know that I've been wanting to talk to you since 21, 2021, because I'm a huge Bosch fan. Oh, okay. I'm awesome. Yeah. yeah. So Emmanuel Trejo, um, definitely an important figure in that scene with, with how the, the plot went down. And for our Bosch fans that listen to the podcast too, I did want to ask you, what was it like going head to head with Titus Welliver in some of those one-on-one scenes? Because Trejo had a really strong personality and Bosch has a lot of bravado. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I remember shooting that. It was actually, it was like right in the middle of the pandemic pretty much. Yeah. It was the, uh, the first show that I worked on. I wouldn't even say post COVID cause it was kind of like, we were still in the middle of it. Everyone was still wearing a mask on set. Um, so it was kind of a challenge, but, uh, you know, I was a fan of Titus because, uh, I was a huge fan of Sons of Anarchy. Yep. Told him like, Hey man, I used to love this show. You were on the show. And then, you know, he's just kind of a powerhouse. Sure. So everyone on that show is just like, there's a little intimidation, right? Because he just has a presence about him. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so I just knew I had to bring it, you know, I just had to, I just had to bring it and I had to really go for it. And, um, you know, I, I remember when we were shooting that stuff, it, it just, uh, they, I probably went even further than I thought I would go. Uh, at the end of that scene, when, you know, when they put me into the police car, yeah, I ended up spitting on the glass. That wasn't like scripted. I just did it. Like I wow. was just, it was kind of like, it just felt like the character was just like so heated that he would do this thing. Sure. Yeah. I remember, I, <laughs> I remember <laughs> on the glass inside the car. And they were like, cut. And they opened the door and they were like, damn. And then Titus was like, man, this dude really wants to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think we've got the take. Let's let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You so, were you were in character, man. Deep. Yeah. Sometimes you get locked in it and you know you just stuff happens, but uh he's such oh, a that's great, great. So funny because he he's hilarious on set. He's such a funny guy. He plays such a you know serious role in the show, but He's cracking jokes like all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I understand. That, that's good to hear. That's fun. All right. Well, let's get into some Primo because I'm a huge fan. I've, I've talked to the other actors who play the uncles. So I've told them all. I've watched three times through on my fourth now uh, with my husband and son bringing them on board. 
and just just a really big fan. And I feel like the the show has had a really great response from mm -hmm. viewers. Um, what do you think resonates so well with the audience about the show? Uh, well, first off, Tracy, thank you so much for watching the show three times. I really appreciate that. We need that. And, uh, you know, I, honestly, like I would just say is that um, I, I think why it's reaching so many people is because at the core of the show itself, the story is really just about a family, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the the dramas within a family, uh, coming of age story of a kid trying to find his way, college, young love, all these different things that are happening in his life. And I think people connect with it because we all have people that are giving us unsolicited unsolicited advice in our own, typically. Yeah, yeah. We all relate to those situations, especially when we're young. Um, and while the show is a full Latino cast, it doesn't necessarily make that the center of attention. You know, right. and that's what makes it so relatable to so many different people. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, have you done much comedy before Primo? I mean, I, I've seen you, like, like I said, in Bosch, so <laughs> not comedy. <laughs> what Have you done that before? Yeah, you know, it's it's so funny because uh, when I first moved to L.A., uh, I was pursuing comedy. I was doing comedic improv. Awesome. Okay. I, I, was, uh, I, I was performing weekly. Uh, we had monthly shows at the comedy store doing comedic improv, and that was kind of like what I was – really drawn to and i was doing that okay. for a long time but i ended up booking a lot of dramatic parts so it kind of just stayed in that lane okay uh, it really wasn't until like my first actual comedy credit was the tv show insatiable on netflix yeah, yeah. i had like a like two episode part on that where i played like this brazilian cartel guy um that was all, all comedy and then um then pam and tommy i think was another lane too where i started getting to do comedy there too as well um, and then ironically enough, Primo, you know, the, the biggest part that I book ends up being a, a full on comedy. Uh, yeah. From Shea Serrano. Yeah. So, um, it's funny how that, how that happens, but yes, my, most of my body of work has, has been drawn. Okay. Up. Okay. Great. That's a really interesting journey. How it's come back to the comedy. Now I have to ask, since I live in Atlanta, what do you think of Atlanta? Cause Insatiable filmed here, correct? Yeah. I've been, I've been in Atlanta many times actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've I've shot out there quite a few times. Um, Atlanta's great. I mean, it's a it's it's a great city. Uh, it's very different than L.A. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love how green it is. You know, that was one thing that I actually never knew because I I never really been to Atlanta. But um, sure, it's nice that it's it, it does feel. Um, I, like I remember some of the places I stayed out there had like an actual porch. <laughs> yeah, I love. Yes, porches are the best. <laughs> Have a cup of coffee sitting outside and then you know the only difference i would say is you get that humid sticky feeling oh yeah rough for but sure nice yeah good good well I'm, I'm glad to know that that you've been out here um so one of my favorite scenes with roly it's not it's not it's one of the funniest ones you know that we've seen but where he tells rafa that he does not responsible for taking care of his mom hmm. and i think i just found that really interesting coming from Roly, because you know, we'd seen him so far just being funny, not so serious, maybe not the most mature <laughs> of all the uncles. Um, why do you think that came from Roly? Well, you know, I think it's just a testament to Shay and all the writing team on this. Uh, you know, I, I think they could have easily made the majority of these characters very two-dimensional. 
and not really giving them a lot of complexities. But um, just a, a testament to his his brilliance in the writing is from day one, like he really created these characters and gave them life, you know. And uh, what I love about Roly is that, like, yes, he does have all these silly things that he says uh, throughout the show. But then you see that there's a lot of moments he has, especially with Rafa, where he's imparting wisdom into him based on his low, own life experiences and where and his shortcomings, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that really is a testament to who that character is um, and that he's able to go from like this, like kind of silly guy, goofy to a very sentimental, loving person. And at the end of the day, all he really cares about is his family. Sure. Uh, and I think that that's what's so uh, awesome and why the show is also resonating with people because it's not just it, it has those goofy moments yeah it's also very heartfelt i've heard absolutely it as the show feels like home okay yeah very like i think that's a really cool adjective because it, it i think that's what shay was kind of going for is like this is okay. like based on his life so it's like it's like home for him you know yeah. well I, I really enjoy that dichotomy it makes the whole series so much richer to have both of that and, and some of that contrast now speaking of some of Rolly's lines again this telling him he didn't have to take care of his mom that was kind of some truth telling but um Rolly has some really good truth telling lines like yeah that's how numbers work you know he just says, <laughs> says the obvious night goggles yeah you use them at night and right. they come across so well was that something I mean, straight from the writing, the way you did that, or did you kind of add anything to the obviousness of some things? Yeah, I mean, I think in like moments like that, like it's from an acting perspective, like specifically like that line, like that is how numbers work. (laughs) The only way I feel like that line works is if my character actually believes that, you know, like very genuine about it. Like if someone's like 1920 and it's like a realization of like, yeah, that that is how numbers work. You know what I mean? Like that's what makes it so funny is because it didn't quite dawn on him and now he realized yeah. that's right. He is right, you know? And that's I think what makes it so um so funny. But that's just the writing, honestly. Like the writing yeah. good. Um yeah, everybody on that show is just like every time we had a table read, it was hard to get through it because we were all reading it and like we're all putting our own little version of like what those lines are. And the writers haven't, you know, heard them said out loud. And then when they see us do it, it's like, oh, like that just changes everything. So, yeah. Well, I I love that there's so many different kinds of humor. There's so many jokes. I mean, they're just rapid fire, but there's so many different kinds of humors from the different uncles. And so when you pair them together um, and then in different pairings and different combinations, you get so many different varieties of funny did you have a particular pairing or combination with the uncles that really was maybe one of your favorites? Um, I don't know that I had a favorite specifically because everyone brought like a very like unique and different perspective to different. Yeah. Uh, I'll say the the person that I, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. it because I've already even asked this question before in interviews, but anybody on set that broke the most it was me i'm just gonna say it. <laughs> okay accepted it i was very resistant to that people would be like did you break the most and i'm like no nah, it's not me you guys and then i'm gonna accept it and say that i was the one that broke. you're gonna it. own it yeah okay uh because you know sometimes like 
handing across from somebody and you're trying to be serious and say this thing and then they say something so ridiculous with a, such a straight face that you can't help but laugh. Uh, I will say the person that did that to me the most was Carlos. Okay. <laughs> Certain times he would say something or like a facial tick or uh -huh. whatever it is. And I would have a hard time looking at him. You know, there was a <laughs> one scene specifically where he knows the story and we had a hard time on set with it. I had one line. All I had to say was, it's time. That was my line. I had to step forward and say it's time. It was I was the second episode where we confront Rafa about his mom not being able to cook Mexican food. Right. Hi, man. Right. And then all he had to do was he had to like he had to sit up and say, "Are you sure?" or something like that. <laughs> and he stood up and he looked at me so earnestly. <laughs> couldn't I couldn't keep a straight face. We must have done that take I don't know how many times. <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey, bro, you just got like, can you just like look past me or I'm going <laughs> to look to the side of you because I can't, I can't even look at your face anymore. That is so funny. I can totally see that happening. And I, you know, like I've mentioned with the other guys, you guys are professionals. You, you, you can do this. I, I can't imagine trying to not break uh, in, in all these scenes. It's just, it's hysterical. We love it. Um, I've, I also talked to the other uncles about a, a theory I have about the the five uncles having sort of five different gifts or superpowers that they're offering to Rafa. And so I, I feel pretty strongly that uh, Roly's would be justice, even though I think Roly's still learning himself about the parameters of justice, so to speak. Um, yeah. I feel like that's really his stronghold about what he, he wants to carry, you know, to pass along to Rafa um, in a responsible way. Do you, do you agree with that sort of superpower? I think that's, I think that's pretty accurate. Cause I mean, he even has a line where he says, I'm a vigilante for justice. Yes. You know? uh, so I think that that makes perfect sense because the character, again, while he's quick to throw a fist and you hear him like in, you know, minor skirmishes in and out of jail. Um, the thing is like those situations happen because he's standing up for somebody because he's protecting his family. It's not usually just for no reason. Mm -hmm. So all those situations, like when he gets bailed out of jail that one time, he headbutted a guy at a strip club because he was being, he'd trying to dine and dash, you know, right. he, justice, right? Yeah, you can't do that. Do that, buddy. Can't do it. Um, so yeah, I think that that's probably a pretty uh, accurate description. I think that plays so well too with the side of Roly that is very kind and sensitive. The part in the jail cell where he's encouraging Viper with yeah. the with the crossword. I mean, it's you I love it. You know, it doesn't seem cheesy. It just seems so nice, you know, and I love seeing that in contrast with Roly's toughness sometimes. So that really works as well. Okay, I have a few rapid fire questions to to close things out. Um, no pressure. I've asked all the actor, uncle actors, these questions. So, you know, not that we're going to compare, but um, What's up? <laughs> see what you have to say. Okay. So we have the big Gonzalez family barbecue. Great episode. What do you, Johnny, think is the best menu item someone can bring to a barbecue? Uh, I'm going to go with oh, a barbecue. Uh, I'm going to go with an impossible burger. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I would get one of those. I, 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 you probably know, but another uncle brought up a, a vegetarian option. Um, yeah. so. 
Yes, Jonathan. Exactly. Yeah, um, only vegans, so that's why. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I, I I like those Impossible Burgers. I really do. All right. Toughest opponent in the cast for a real life round of Game Champ. So not the characters, but the the actors. If you were down for a real life game of Game Champ, um, who would be the toughest opponent? I'm gonna go with. Uh... Oh man, that's a tough one. Maybe Ignacio. Okay. He's a smart kid. He's just a yeah. really, he's a he's whip smart, you know. So I'm gonna say maybe him. But I guess it depends if there's physical challenges. Okay. Oh, someone else. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, he does have that what a burger, what a student thing going on for him. So. What's going yeah, on. That's good stuff. Okay. What award would you, Johnny, give the character of Drea for the wall of accomplishments and praise? uh the best mom around good one that's a great one okay and last one you know we try not to pick favorites but if you had to give a pitch for uncle roly as the favorite uncle you're kind of campaigning what would your pitch be um let's see my pitch for roly would be he is a he's a fighter with a heart of gold I love it. Stands up for what he believes in because at the end of the day, family is everything. I think that's accurate. I love it. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for taking time to, to talk with me. I've really been looking forward to it and I just had a really good time talking about the show. So Tracy, thank you for your time. I appreciate you. Yeah, awesome. Well, you take care. Yeah, Bye. you too.